It's time for John Paul, the car doctor, on North Shore 1049. Call today with your car questions, comments, or concerns. 1-800-370-1049. That's 1-800-370-1049. John Paul, the car doctor. Saturday morning, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Car Doctor Program on FM 104.9. Maybe you're listening on NorthShore1049.com. Uh, you can listen to the program all kinds of different ways. You can always find past programs on NorthShore1049.com's website. Go to the podcasts, and you can find all kinds of the, the weekend podcast shows. Uh, listen during the week. Great music with Donnie and Erica and our very own Jimmy Carter and other people as well. So uh, the Car Doctor program today, I uh, a couple of things we're going to do. Uh, we're going to talk about the uh, couple of Jeeps that we've been kind of negligent about talking about. Also, we're going to do a little bit of trivia. Uh, we're going to talk about some of the things in the news, including the kind of wacky reveal of the Ford F-150 uh, on, I think it was Thursday night. It was kind of, it was a reveal on all forms of social media. Uh, it was a little bit weird. Um, so, and it was weird because it was just kind of a weird, um, I don't know, the way they hosted it. They never really, it took an awful long time to get around to the truck. But first off, uh, we have with us Matt Smith. Matt Smith is one of the, uh, wheels or pieces or pieces of the pieces of the machine at cargurus.com cargurus.com is a uh, fantastically interesting site whether you're just sort of daydreaming about buying your next car or you want to get some opinions uh and let's welcome Matt to the show Matt good morning and welcome to the car doctor program Thank you John good morning great to be here Yeah before we get going uh for people who don't know about car gurus can you kind of give us a little bit of a rundown on what uh car gurus is all about and maybe if you know how it even gets started sure um so the, well, the easy question first Cargurus is a online car shopping marketplace so shopping research and we have a, a selling platform as well so if you have a car that you're looking to sell you can now sell your car privately on Cargurus as well Basically, if you're looking for a car, you can, you know, search body styles or specific make, model, year. Um, depends kind of where you are in the process. And we'll show you all of the cars uh, that we have in inventory in your area or that dealers uh, have in your area. And we'll actually label them with our instant market value rating. So we'll tell you if it's a good deal, if it's overpriced, if it's a really, really great deal. Um, and the goal here is just to kind of like, Give car shoppers, a, you know, a couple more tools in their toolbox when they go to buy their their car. And um, in term, yep, that's, go ahead. Go ahead. And, and that's that's you know one of the important things when you go car shopping. Are you getting a good deal? Um, you know, maybe the car you you thought you're looking at five or ten miles away, there might be a better example with less miles, but because you. You know, maybe you, you're, maybe you're just driving by and you saw a car and you said, Hey, that looks pretty good. I'm going to stop and look at it. And you look at it and you kind of go, Yeah, that looks, that looks good. Maybe that's something I'm interested in. But 
just uh, 5, 10, 15 miles away, there might be a better example, maybe a one-owner car, something you know didn't have any body damage to it, something like that. So it does really, um, like like the Internet does, it does really broaden your horizon sometimes and get you looking maybe right out of your little sphere of uh, where you'd normally do your shopping, right? Yeah, and I mean, I grew up in a, a small town in western New York, and, you know, if you wanted to buy a car, you went down to the local car dealer and what they had was what you got. Um, but the, the internet has really broadened everything and added some transparency to it. So like, you know, you don't have to, you know, just do walk-ons at, you know, one or two dealerships in your town. Now you can see, you know, what's in the next town over. Um, and we, you know, we, we try and help consumers as best we can in preparing before they actually have to go to the, the dealerships, you know, before you make that appointment with the dealer, we'll show you the car. We'll tell you if it's a great deal. We'll also give you a title check. Uh, we'll report on accidents. So if there's a, you know, if it had been in a fender bender, it'll come up as having one accident. And we tell you how many owners the car has. And that's a, that's an important thing because if you're looking at a car that's a couple of years old and it's, and it's been in the hands of four different people, either somebody got multiple people got bored with that really quick or that's a car that could be somewhat problematic oh yeah and i mean it, you know, certainly it depends a bit on on the car but like you know i'll i'll spend my lunch hour browsing you know super wrx's on car gurus and if i see one that has six owners and it's five years old i say "Ooh, <laughs> i'm not sure about this <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure that wasn't modified anywhere along the way, and maybe abused and some other things. So, yeah, uh, you know, you you said um, you know you'll spend your lunch hour sometimes, you know, cruising the site for a WRX. How much? How much of what your site does? Um, does you know gives you gives you a view of what? people are looking for for a particular make and model maybe you know what shows up as you know popular because you look at the searches and all of a sudden people are looking for wrx's or you know it's the third 80 degree day in a, in a row when all of a sudden mazda miatas pop up as being popular searches um are you able to utilize that kind of data as well yeah <clears throat> excuse me yeah so in terms of you know what what we show consumers uh if you search for a, you know, a, a compact sedan, our, our focus is showing you the highest rated sedans, regardless of, of what the data says on like, you know, more, more consumers might buy an all wheel drive sedan in winter. We won't necessarily bake mm -hmm. that in, but it is a super data driven company. And I know, you know, we have like the labs team and our, our data analytics team and our PR team, um, and they'll look into that data and they'll release studies saying, you know, this would be obviously, you know, in summer, convertible sales peak and, and um, you know, in winter, pickup trucks and all-wheel drive vehicles, they they grow in popularity some, you know, 10, 20% or, or whatever the data would, would yep. say. Yep. No, and the other part about it is, you know, for people who are old enough to remember something as odd as the Sears catalog, you know, when the Sears catalog came to people's houses years ago, it was sort of the wish book. It was what, you know, it, it was what people looked at. And, you know, back, you know, at one point you could you could get anything in the Sears catalog from a car to a house. 
and uh, and everything in between, including you know Sears version of a of a Vespa. Uh, you could get all kinds of you could get all kinds of stuff, and and a lot of it was stuff you were never going to buy. You were just fascinated by it, and and one of the things I like about car guru's website is there's a whole bunch of cars that i really like that i'm never going to be able to buy i'm never going to be able to afford they're totally impractical but i can look at them and see what's for sale and just kind of go hey you know that in right time and right place that would be a pretty cool car to own oh sure i mean i i tell people all the time i you know i love cars and this for me is it's just not the dream job because i get to work with cars all day long and then even when i'm slacking off I'm doing it on a website that lets me look at cars. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, so you, you, you know, somebody else. If I was, if I was looking at your website at work, people would say I was goofing off. But if you're looking at your website at work, you're doing quality control. Yeah, market research. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. Well, speaking of market research, I understand you were pretty instrumental in the latest car gurus 2020 best used car awards can you tell us about that sure um so this is a program that we launched uh this was our fourth year so i guess that means we launched in 2017 um and essentially we're we're looking at helping consumers find particularly once we're in the market for a used car the best options for a variety of, of categories. So if you need a minivan, we're going to look at the data. We're going to look at our expert reviews. We're going to read the reviews that users submit. Um, and along with, you know, a, a kind of a, a large packet of other data points, we'll put together uh, a winner, a second place, a third place, um, just to kind of help folks figure out where's a good place to start their search. And, and the, uh, the editor's choice may or may not surprise people, but the editor's choice was uh, Kia Sorento. Um, was there was there any uh, and, and how you know as as you guys are trying to put all that together is um, was there was there any kind of back and forth over that or was that a hands down winner? Uh, you know, there, it was certainly a surprise. So the Sorento didn't actually win a category the year before. So it was surprising that it was even, you know, a top contender this year. Mm -hmm. But as we, as we looked at the, the um, winners across the, across the board, it had to, a car had to have won its category in order to be considered for the editor's choice. So we looked at the category winners and we just kept coming back to the Sorento in large part because it excels pretty much everywhere, value retention, popularity, availability, expert reviews, user reviews, you name it, the Sorento seemed like a really good option. Um, so it's certainly a surprise, but, uh, you know, a fun surprise. Yeah, yeah, no. And looking at the, uh, kind of looking at the midsize crossover, first, second, and third place, obviously the Sorento in first place, Hyundai Santa Fe Sport beat out the Toyota Highlander. And, you know, some people would probably say, well, Toyota, it's, you know, it's, best in quality it's you know been been around forever uh you know holds its value really well but to get beat up by uh a hyundai santa fe seems you know some people might think that's a little bit odd but i own a hyundai santa fe sports so i can i can attest to you know what kind of car it is yeah um it, you know it's always fun at the beginning of the year we never 
we never really know what the data is going to say. You know, you can you right. can make some educated guesses. Obviously, for the pickup truck category, you know, the F one fifty is going to do well. The Silverado is going to be going to do well. But for some of them, um, you know, it, it really ends up being a surprise. Uh, the XC ninety is kind of a fun one. It's it's fun to see that continue to do well in these awards. It's a multiple year winner, and you drive around Boston where I live and. They're certainly popular. You see them in Boston, but nationwide, you know, the sales figures don't exactly stack up super favorably against the Lexus RX and the BMW X5. So to see the data play out and say, you know, the XC90 does hold its value well. It is super popular with users and with experts. And it's fun getting, getting those kind of surprises each year. Hmm. And I know, you know, just scanning through the list, and people can go to uh, cargurus.com and, and find this information, but scanning through the list, I and you mentioned it earlier, which made me kind of look, I don't see a Subaru on the list anywhere. I know, and I was I was heartbroken for it. <laughs> I, I personally <laughs> own a Subaru Outback and, and love it. We So we did try, we, every year we try and look at the categories and figure out how do these reflect actual shopper interest. Um, so you'll notice that we've got the mid-size crossover, the small crossover, the SUVs. They're up first. I think we have one uh, sedan category because sedans are starting to wane in popularity. We've got two mm-hmm. pickup trucks. Um, and we dropped the wagon category this year. Um, I believe we moved the Subaru into uh, the mid-size crossover. Like it could have qualified yeah. for that, but it it didn't end up on the um, – on the leaderboard at the end of the day. Yep. And as a Subaru owner, I was particularly heartbroken. But, you know, to the the, the right the right cars won. Yeah, there, there you go. And um, you, you mentioned the F-150, you know, it's a perennial winner. It's a sales leader. It does extraordinarily well, uh, followed by the Chevrolet Silverado and the GMC Sierra. In my mind, I, I always kind of flip those around. I like the GMC just a little bit better than the Chevrolet. Um the F one fifty, you know, most popular vehicle in the you know in the world, just you know, just about um, a, a totally unrelated. Did you watch the F one fifty reveal the other night? At the risk of having to to hand in my auto journalist membership card, uh, I had some other plans at eight pm the other night when they were when they were debuting that. Um, we did we did cover it, so we'll have full coverage on that car yeah. uh, live on Carter's research pages on I believe Monday morning. Um, but I did not watch in person, unfortunately. Well, you, I'm you, ashamed was, to say. <laughs> there's nothing to be ashamed. I was I was I was home by myself that night. There wasn't a lot on, you know, regular conventional television. So I'm like, oh, I'll watch it, see what it is, and. Um, yeah, just show the truck. You know, that's what they need to do. They, they, you know, there was a, there was a lot leading up to it, and uh, it's just like show the truck. Come on, and uh, yeah. and having, uh, you know, having um, I can't even think of his name, the comedian from Worcester, Jimmy, comedian from Worcester, rescue me. Who is that? Dennis Leary. Who's Dennis Leary? Thank you. Yeah. So, I knew Jimmy Carter would know. But yeah, Dennis Leary was was the host of the program, and uh, you know came out. I'm a truck guy, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm not. Sure, I'm not sure he is, but okay, I'll go along with it. Um, you know, going going down the categories uh, again, uh, not not a, 
a big surprise in the mid-size pickup truck category. Uh, you know, Toyota Tacoma up front, um, followed by the Colorado and Canyon. I mean, there's not a lot of mid-size trucks. Um, and, uh, you know, you kind of look at that category. And uh, what's the criteria for... Uh, something that gets entered into the category does it have to be around for x number of years before it can be considered a used car yeah so we do have uh you know a specific methodology and we don't want to just like you know throw everything at the wall and see what six so right the 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 rule of thumb here is that if the generation of the vehicle because we look at vehicle generations rather than picking a specific model year if the generation includes the 2016 model year, making the car roughly four years old, okay, um, it's considered for the awards. The only caveat to that is that we exclude generations that stretch back more than a decade. Because um, I think you know you drive enough cars to to probably agree with me that the newer the newer the platform, the better the car generally performs. Um, and you know the Jeep Wrangler, the JK Jeep Wrangler holds its value incredibly well, which always gives it a very competitive advantage. But that's mm-hmm. a that's a vehicle that's platform stretches back to two thousand seven, I think. And yep. there's a, a newer version. So we don't feel uh you know super confident recommending, you know, a two thousand seven Jeep Wrangler when they could go out and buy a two thousand eighteen and it would have the same value retention. Yeah, abs- absolutely. And and you're right. It, it's awfully hard to recommend something like a like you said, a 2007 that's uh, 13 years old, it very well could, it, you know, the the frame could be rusted out of it or something. So, yeah, yeah, ab- absolutely. And um, I, I, we're not going to hit all the categories here, but um, uh, the SUV category, the Jeep Grand Cherokee, Jeep Grand Cherokee has won the New England Motor Press uh, official winter vehicle of the year, uh, you know, year on year on year to the point where, uh, it was almost embarrassing to sometimes uh, uh, nominate it, uh, but such a good vehicle, though. Really good vehicle. And um, so the, the fact that we include, you know, user feedback and vehicle popularity in these awards, really, you know, it, it's an ace up the sleeve of a car like the Jeep Grand Cherokee. Same with the Dodge Charger, because you probably have run into this, but when people start asking what car should I buy, the answer is, well, what car are you thinking? And then just tell them to mm-hmm. buy that one. <laughs> um, yeah. The Jeep Grand Cherokee is definitely one of those cars where when people love it, they are so passionate about it. Um, and, you know, it, it's definitely heavily buoyed, not just by its, its good value retention, but by the fact that it's incredibly popular and it gets very, very good reviews from owners. Yeah, it it really does. It it's one of those vehicles, and it just seems right sized. If there is such a word, um, you know, it's not too big, it's not too small, it's maneuverable. You can drive it. You can drive it in the city if you want, and and you know, find that tight little parking space and manage to squish it in it. It's maneuverable enough to do that. It's it's formidable enough to take it off road, and you know, you know, really really go off road with it, and. Uh, and depending on how it's equipped, it is a luxury car inside if you want it to be. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. So it makes it makes it kind of nice. Now, aside from all of these cars that that have won the used car awards, um, what have you been driving lately that kind of made you go, "Wow, this is really nice"? Or what have you been driving lately that goes, eh, "I don't know about this one"? 
Any anything come um, to anything kind of pop to top of mind? Yeah. So first, I will I'll plug the the Car Gurus YouTube channel. Um, folks can head to to Car Gurus on on YouTube, and you'll see uh, a lot of the cars that we have been driving. We do full video reviews on on many of the cars that come through. Uh, most recently, we haven't put up a video on it. Uh, actually, we have one on the same exact car that Cliff Atia, uh, who also works for Car and Driver, wrote for us, uh, yep. presented for us. But I had a Tacoma recently, um, which is kind of interesting because it, the same generation car had just won our used car award. So I was pretty thrilled to get, get a week with that. Um, in terms of, of its looks and its size, you're talking about how the, the Cherokee is kind of that, or Grand Cherokee, that just right size. I feel like yep. in the, the modern era of really big trucks, the Tacoma now is that perfect size pickup. Yeah, it it really is. In fact, a friend of mine just just bought one, and he wanted he wanted all the bells and whistles in it, but he also wanted a truck. And uh, four door Tacoma was just the truck he was looking for, and it just and it fits his needs perfectly. He you know rides a bike, he goes out and he does some other stuff, and he could he could do it all with the truck. So you're right; it's just one of those things that um, you know for the right person looking for the right vehicle, a Tacoma truck is is just a is just a a good truck, and you know the quality is going to be good. And the same thing, you know, even though Toyota's had problems with things like rusty frames in the past and rusty beds in the past, they're very good about taking care of their problems. Yeah, um, it, no, certainly. And you know, the V6, it might be uh, an Atkinson cycle engine, but it it certainly feels beefy. Uh, it, it doesn't exactly yep. get great gas mileage, uh, but at the same time, it's not way below. The EPA estimate, so you, you kind of know what you're going to get, and right. it's a great size. You know, there's there's room in the back for adults if you have the the four door, but it doesn't feel yeah. like you're driving a tank. Now, I will say, John, I had the the TRD Pro, which is, you know, on the on the cool scale, it is just ice cold, super cool. Uh, but I live, I said I lived in Boston before. I technically live in Somerville, uh, and we've got a lot of traffic and, and construction on the streets and the, the lifted suspension and the big chunky wheels definitely made the TRD tougher to, to wheel around my neighborhood. Um, so for me personally, I'm, I'm thinking more SR five or, or if I want the yeah. bells and whistles, a limited trim. And anything disappoint you out there lately that, you know, something you drove and you went, I don't know why people would want to buy this. Um, well, so we, we just did a video on the Honda Civic Si, and overall, I found that car to be, it was, I mean, I had a blast with it. Uh, we have a, yep. a video review on our, our YouTube channel and on our site right now of it, and, you know, in it, I'm saying the engine's a peach, the transmission feels great, the steering is, is very direct, it doesn't feel super light, but it's not so heavy either. Um, the one thing I notice is that there's so much competition in that, that segment right now, that kind of like mm -hmm. uh, entry-level sports sedan segment with the Hyundai Elantra Sport and the GT Sport uh, from Kia, the Forte GT, excuse me. Um, and a lot of the, the competitors have really, really nice interiors. Um, and yeah. the, you know, Honda's done a nice job. Like all the, all the parts that you touch feel good. You know, the, the uh, elbow rests and the, the shifter and steering wheel, they feel great. 
where you look across the dash and there's, you know, there's a lot of plastic. The infotainment is an older generation infotainment system. Uh, but then again, you know, you get in that car, you turn it on and start driving, you realize that none of that really matters when you buy an SI. You know, all mm. you bought the car because you want to drive the car. Mm. Yeah, and and one of your one of your uh, contributors and uh, New England Motor Press member George Kennedy, uh, I've and I've learned a, I've learned a new phrase this week, co-op. Oh boy, where yeah, which is, instead of instead of yeah, instead of stealing something, you co-op it. Uh, sure. And I've been stealing his terminology where he says that um, you need to road test the tech as much as you need to road test the car. And the Civic SI is has some of the most frustrating tech I've ever been in. You know, it's just, you know, put put a put a channel tuner knob in. You know, make make it a little bit easier to to do stuff while you're driving down the road, and it is it is a little bit frustrating. Stuff doesn't sync up the way it's supposed to, and and uh, you know, like you said, what can what can make you you drive the SI because it's a fun car to drive, but on the other hand, yeah. if you have to live in it, and you know, when the world goes back to normal and people are back to commuting twenty, thirty, forty, a hundred miles a day, if the tech is frustrating, the car is going to be frustrated. Yeah, for sure. And, and George is totally right on that point. He, I mean, he's such a good car reviewer and has written like fantastic reviews for, for car gurus. Um, and in, in modern cars, you know, the tech is as big a, a personal interface for the driver as the steering wheel is now, you know, not, maybe not from a safety standpoint, keep your hands on the wheel, please. But, uh, but the you know one thing you you have to applaud Honda for is they do seem to listen to the consumers and they listen to their shoppers. So I think the the volume knob came back last year to the the Civic. Right. Yeah, maybe we can get a tuning knob next year. Um, and of course, like you know, they do include Apple CarPlay, Android Auto, and right. as frustrating as as a, a um, I can't remember what Honda's infotainment system is called, but as frustrating as that may be. A lot of automakers are in the same boat. You know, it's it's right. tough to make these systems, and for most drivers, as long as there's Android Auto or Apple CarPlay, that's what they're going to be using most of the time yeah. anyway. Yeah, yeah. And the other the other phrase I've stolen from him is the Holy Trinity, which makes a good car a great winter car, and that's heated seats, heated steering wheel, and a remote car start. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. For everybody listening in New England, I think we're getting a lot of. Heads nodding in agreement. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And as a as a, uh, a a former coworker of mine, Paul Sullivan used to say, "Remote car starter way cheaper than a garage." So way cheaper. You know, if yeah. you yeah, if you don't have a garage, spring for the remote car starter option, and you'll come out to a a warm or cool car. You know, depending on the weather. So it kind of makes it nice. Hey, uh, Matt. Uh, so. Let's talk about a little bit about the channels. Uh, cargurus.com is the website. Cargurus on YouTube, you can find video reviews. Um, um, other other social platforms, Insta, Facebook, Twitter, stuff like that too? Yep, we, we're on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Uh, we have you know, been, been conscientious about the, the COVID situation, and you know, we're, we're mm -hmm. trying to make sure that our... our Social channels are reflecting um, our agreement of the, the 
severity of the situation, telling people, you know, stay inside when you need to. But at the same time, cars are fairly inelastic. If you need a car, you need a car. So we have a lot of services available to help people find cars and to buy cars. Uh, but for sure, check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, watch our videos on YouTube, and head to, to Car Gurus to, to find great deals from great dealers. And your personal TikTok site? Uh, I have yet to yet to start a TikTok, but who knows? Thank, thank, how long thank quarantine God. lasts? Thank, <laughs> thank God. Uh, I and maybe maybe it's a generational thing, and I'm just too old. But uh, yeah, uh, but yeah, you know, people can people can find out people can find out more information, and uh, and uh, and they can they can learn about they can learn about you as well on on the site and see see, see some of your stuff. And again. Uh, uh, you know, one of your coworkers told me you were pretty instrumental in putting this whole used car awards program together and, uh, pretty phenomenal stuff. Well, it's been an absolute pleasure being able to do it. We've got great partners at the OEMs and, you know, obviously the New England Motor Press Association gets fantastic cars that we're able to review. So hats off to that organization. Uh, we try our best. We try our best. All right. Hey, Matt, thanks for taking uh, some time out of your Saturday morning and uh, joining us on the Car Doctor radio program. And uh, one of these days, the New England Motor Press Association will get together uh, for uh, in-person meetings. But until then, be well and stay safe. Thank you so much, John. It's great to talk to you this morning. All right. Take care. We need to take a break, pay some bills. We're way behind. i surprised Jimmy hasn't been yelling at me more than he already does but he, yeah uh anyway you're listening to the car doctor program if you would like to call us our phone number is 800-370-1049 800-370-1049 we'll be right back erica here from erica and donnie in the morning and we hope you have a great weekend as it's the last weekend in june and join us monday morning starting at six for local weather, traffic, all of our great guests, and, of course, the question of the day. Thanks for waking up with us each and every weekday morning from 6 to 10 with Erica and Donnie on 104.9. Erica and Donnie in the morning on North Shore 104.9. Gloucester's Azorian Restaurant is thrilled to welcome you back with beautiful indoor seating. Open every day from 1130 on. Azorian is the king of seafood, and their menu includes flavorful steaks, chicken, pork, and healthy Mediterranean entrees. Azorian's cocktails and selection of beers and wines will make your Azorian experience complete. Takeout is still available for call-ahead orders. Outside seating reservations are accepted but not required. Visit Azorian online at azorianrestaurant.com. All roadside assistance is not created equal. Join AAA, a trusted roadside provider that puts members first. AAA trained technicians arrive fast and always attempt to fix problems on the spot to get you back on the road quickly. For a limited time, new AAA members can join with two drivers for the price of one. That's more than 55% off two annual memberships. Visit aaa.com slash join. Fence, Boston Fence, the British are coming, we need a defense. One of my land, two of my sea, all it is, and I'm not going yes, and it's free. Hi, this is Frank of Boston Fence and Vinyl in Historic Beverly. Let us show you how the right fence can enhance the beauty and define the lines of your piece of the American dream, your home. And remember, one if by land, two if by sea, Paul Revere's on our logo, and the estimate's free. 
Call the original Boston Fence and Vinyl for an appointment today. 1-800-585-7753. That's the original Boston Fence and Vinyl. Hi, I'm actually the poultry specialist at Agway of Danvers. Many of you have your chicks and are ready for the next phase, getting set up for outdoor coops. We can set you up and offer answers to your poultry questions. We have lots of chicken coops, Nutrina chicken feeds, including organic, and we will deliver to your car. Just call us. We are open 9 to 5 weekdays till 4 on Saturdays and 10 to 2 on Sundays. Visit us in Waltham or come see us at 9 Wenham Street in Danvers today. Hi, folks. It's Kevin Michaud from Michaud Mitsubishi in Danvers. We're an essential business that is safe to service your car or if you need a new vehicle. We have 350 pre-owned vehicles and new vehicles to choose from. They all have been cleaned and sanitized and they're safe. We're practicing social distancing and we have cleaned our showroom and sanitized. We have no interest for 84 months and we're deferring payments up to 120 days. That's right, Dad. Mitsubishi has three of the lowest priced all-wheel drive SUVs on the road right now. The Eclipse Cross, the Outlander Sport, and the seven-passenger Outlander. Mitsubishi is known for its safety, reliability, and value. All of our SUVs come equipped with a 10-year, 100,000-mile warranty. Let's bring some fun back to this summer. Come down and drive the brand-new, redesigned Outlander Sport. The Outlander Sport is low as $19,900. Or, if you want a lease, payments as low as $138 a month. MichaudAuto.com and welcome back to the car doctor program on north shore 104.9 yeah a lot of people going up to the country uh they are uh, about 700 million trips are going to be taken over the summertime according to the AAA survey that we did. So a lot of people are going to be up to the country, and 97% and of those, I think, are going to be all in cars. So there's going to be, there's going to be a fair amount of people on the road uh, because people are trying to escape. In fact, one of um, the little thing I do if you, if you are, are on Facebook and truly bored on a Saturday morning, usually somewhere between 8.30 and 9 o'clock, I, I jump on my Facebook page and I do a little Facebook Live and just tell people what's coming up for the program. And I say hello to people. And, uh, and people pop on and say hi. And I you know, say, hi, Jimmy Carter. How are you this morning? Uh, and things like that. So uh, uh, last week there was a woman from Chatham that had a Fiat 124 that was in the process of being disassembled or reassembled, I guess. It was part of a restoration. It never got finished, and she wanted to know if I knew anybody who could, who could finish the restoration for her. And I gave her the name of a uh, restoration shop in Chatham that was, I mean, in Hyannis that was willing to take a look at it. And actually... He was willing to go down and actually take a look at it. And uh, and it was, at the same time, she asked me if I knew any place she could rent an RV. And I told her the only place I know was uh, uh, a place in Lakeville. And she said they were sold out. But I noticed on Facebook this morning, she was filling up an RV with gas. So she's out heading up country, I guess. Long way to get to that story. Let's talk to Frank. Frank, good morning and welcome to the Car Doctor Program. Morning, John Paul. Happy Fourth of July. Happy. I, uh, almost, I almost have a question on a, uh, a 
radiator cowling I found over at my grandfather's house here. You have it under the front porch. I don't know if you're familiar with the Flints. Mm, not really. You ever hear of a Flint automobile? It's got the well, blue, you know, uh, depending on, you know, what what sometimes happened, and um, Glenn Gould, who's, a, who's an old friend of mine, his parents own the... Uh, the uh, uh, auto museum up in Maine, and we were talking. We were talking about cars, and he said to me, "Yeah, you know, it was uh, it was not un that unusual that you would buy a frame, and um, you would put a body on it, and if you made ten of them, you were considered an automobile manufacturer." So uh, the only thing I know about the Flint automobile is uh, is what I can read on on. Uh, on Wikipedia or someplace, and I guess they only made them for like what four years. Oh, is that right? I'm not even sure yeah. of that. Yeah, I wasn't. Yeah, I know my grandfather. He passed away in 1955, so I mean he was born in '88, 1888. Yeah. So I mean I don't know what well, you know. I just happened to be. I was a kid, and I used to play under the front porch, and he had yeah. the uh, the Colin, Colin was under there. You know what I mean? And yeah. I seen it with the uh, name on it and stuff. So yeah. when they sold the house, I. I remember I went through the house and I grabbed that calling. I put it down my cellar. You know, I mean, I, well, here, uh, here's what here's what Wikip here's what Wikipedia says. The Flint was an automobile mark that was assembled by the Flint Motor Division in Flint, Michigan, between 1923 and 1927. Flint was a wholly owned subsidiary of Durant Motors. Uh, the Flint was considered an assembled car, like sort of like a Model T, because Durant Motors used components manufactured by outside suppliers. Uh, to build its automobiles. The cars were powered by a six-cylinder Continental engine, and uh, its body stampings were made by Bud in Philadelphia, the same people that, you know, still are around today, I think. And uh, the origins of the car can be traced back to the Willys Car Company, which at the time was, uh, was under the direction of Walter P. Chrysler. And... Um, the uh, following financial troubles at Durant, the Flint was discontinued in 1927. So you got an interesting, you got an interesting piece of history. Yeah, I didn't know if it was had any monetary value. It was just something to throw with the light iron in my scrap pile that I scrapped. Metal I would, with, I, I, mean? I would, I wouldn't do that. I think I'd, you know, I think to somebody who, um, who wants to put, you know, if somebody has the car, well, you know, and they're looking for parts. Definitely, but somebody who's kind of looking—how? I mean, how big is this thing? Oh, it's not that big at all. I mean, well, you know, it's like, you know, it's like it's just—it's just a cover around the radiator. You know what I mean? Right. It slips right. over. It looks like, and, yeah. you know, it's uh, probably yeah. like you know, two and a half feet high and you know, eighteen, two feet wide or something. Yeah. Like that. No, yeah. perfect, perfect piece of wall art. You know, for somebody that has antique cars in their garage and they want to put right. something cool up on the. Something cool up on the wall. It's it, yeah. It could be a you know, conversation you, piece or whatever. Yeah, right? ab absolutely. Don't throw yeah. it away. Well, and, and I had one other question there. My wife, you know, we belong to AAA and stuff, and she was uh, tr trying to get her license renewed, and it was in May. And I had already yep. renewed mine in January. I had no problem. I got all the uh, you know the new uh, yeah. ID license yeah. and all that. Oh yeah. yeah. But she yep. was telling me she couldn't get it. Uh, the ID license or something, did she have to buy another license in October or something? She had to have it. I don't understand what she was talking about. Do you, do you know anything about that? Well, uh, yeah, if you, uh, 
I know enough to be probably mostly right, not completely right. Here's what here's what I do know. Uh, there was a big there was a big push in the last couple of years for people to go to real ID. Real ID is um, in Massachusetts. It's a little star they put on the top corner of your license, and you need real ID if you you know starting supposedly you were going to need it starting October of this year to fly domestically if you didn't have a passport. So if you didn't want to carry a passport with you and you wanted to go to Florida or Texas or wherever people go to, uh, to get on a plane, you need real ID. And to get real ID, you needed to prove that you were, you know, uh, how you were here in the United States. And, you know, you need a social security card and, you know, and, and a utility bill that says, you know, says you live here and you need either a birth certificate, an, an official birth certificate, not a hospital one, or a passport. And um, so if you get all the information, you get Real ID. And Real ID doesn't cost any more than a regular driver's license. But if you're somebody who, say, got their driver's license, regular driver's license renewed, say you did it in March, and you didn't do Real ID, um well, yeah, you did it, and you didn't do real ID, but you decided, hey, I need real ID. So, for as an example, my wife got her license renewed two years ago, but she was flying back and forth to Florida a little bit to our little tin shack in Florida, and we always fly the cheapest we can get. The last time we flew to Florida, we flew on JetBlue. It was $25 each way. So, but having real ID gets you through the line a little bit faster because you get, you know, because you don't have to pull out more stuff. And we have TSA pre-check, so we go through the pre-check line. And she's like, you know, I think I really ought to get real ID. So it costs you the equivalent of getting a, like you lost your license and you needed to get a duplicate. So it costs you 25 bucks more if you're not getting your driver's license renewed. What? The Commonwealth of Massachusetts has said now is they're going to do a waiver that says if you get your license renewed without Real ID now, and Real ID has been extended another year, um, during this window of time, they'll allow you to replace your license with a Real ID license without charging you the $25. So that's, that's, what, she, that's what she was talking about, the extra fee if she wants the real ID license or not. But for a regular license, it's a regular fee. And right now, it's kind of interesting, too, that if your driver's license expires, well, the registry is not doing in-person license renewals right now. So if your license expires, um, they're allowing you to drive with an expired license. The same thing if you're if you bought a used car and you were transferring plates from one car to another, you need to get the car insured but as far as getting the car, the registration process, they're just telling you carry the registration paperwork with you. And if you get stopped, just say, "Hey, look, I can't get to the, I can't get an appointment with the RMV right now because they're they're running these solid two week waits to get in." Is that, yeah, that no, help? she didn't. Yeah, but but the only thing, well, one curious is he she said that you know her her birthday was May seventeenth, right? So okay. she she didn't want to be without a license, so she. Uh, 
I don't. I, so this is all new to me. That when you're saying that uh, they waived it so that you could yeah. run it on an expired license, I don't think she was aware of that. So that's why she bought the regular license, like yeah. even though yeah. you couldn't get the real ID one. Yeah. Then she's yeah. saying, "Oh, by October, I have to buy another license. I got to pay fifty dollars for another license." Uh, no, no, no. Um, so she doesn't have it, to pay anything, or she has to pay twenty five dollars. Um. It, the way the way that um, the way that I read it is they're going to waive they're going to waive the the fee for real ID. So what happened is real ID compliance has been extended to instead of October this year it's been extended to October two thousand twenty twenty one. So okay, so everybody has so, to have that real ID right. then. Yeah, and here, here's what it says. Customers who renewed for a standard driver's license on or before June 12th, so uh, online, yeah, oh, I'm sorry, online between June 12th and August 12th will be able to upgrade to Real ID if they need it in 2021 at no additional charge. So um, she did it in so May. That knocks so her she, out. She did it yeah, in so May. that knocks her out. So if she wants Real ID between now and October 2021, it's going to cost her 25 bucks. Okay, but if she has you a need to go into federal uh, courthouse. Yeah, and yeah like you need that. to go into a federal building. jury duty, you know? Um, actually, actually, that's the one place it seems to be waived. So, um, oh, really? Yeah, so if you, get, if, you get called into, if you get called into federal court as a yeah. juror, I, I was, it was my understanding that they actually waived that. Oh, so in, they don't, in, in even they don't want to, jury, yeah, yeah, the state court, even the state court, or no. just you know what I mean? Because uh, we don't, it's only, we don't fly. It's only anywhere. Federal. Neither one of us have ever flown, yeah. so we don't. We yeah. never got a passport. You know, we don't right. have a passport. You know, so. yeah. And for if, yeah. for a lot of people, they don't need it. You know, it's you know, it's just one more thing that you don't really that you can get if you need it, and if you don't need it, you don't need it. But um, yeah, it says uh, it says here you also. Uh, need to decide between a standard license, real ID. Real ID is required to enter federal buildings, but I think federal courthouse is exempt. Hey, Frank, we got to go. We got to take another break. But thanks for calling in. Tell your friends. Have them call in too. Our phone number is 800 370 1049. We will be right back. You're listening to Car Doctor Program on North Shore 1049. Zoom homeschooling is over. What are you going to do for the summer? Grampy, it's not Zoom homeschool. Whatever. I'm going to sell cars for you this summer. Listen to this. At Kelly Nissan of Linfield and Woburn, lease the new 2019 Nissan Sentra S, which is $29.95 cash or trade down, plus the normal lease startup cost for 24 months for only $49 a month. Well, Zoom over here. We're busy. Great. I'm saving up for college. Go to kellyauto.com for all the easy lease details. Hey, how's that for That's making it all roadside assistance is not created equal. Join AAA, a trusted roadside provider that puts members first. AAA trained technicians arrive fast and always attempt to fix problems on the spot to get you back on the road quickly. For a limited time, new AAA members can join with two drivers for the price of one. That's more than 55% off two annual memberships. Visit aaa.com slash join. 
Teresa's Italian Eatery in Middleton is thrilled to welcome you back inside their restaurant. Teresa's is now open for indoor and patio dining weekdays starting at 3 and Saturdays and Sundays from noon on. Reservations are highly recommended but not required. Hi, I'm Nick Gebba from Teresa's Hospitality Group. Wishing everyone good health. Let us do the cooking. Enjoy our great Italian dishes, specialties, and pizza. We also have our family-sized trays and complete family dinners. All with easy call-ahead curbside pickup, or you may order online at DoorDash or Uber Eats for delivery. Call us at 978-646-1111 or visit us on the web, TresisEatery.com. Good morning, everyone. I'm Mark Resenthal with you on this Saturday. Here is your North Shore 1049 forecast serving the North Shore in the Merrimack Valley. Thickening clouds today. It's warm and muggy. 77 to 86. Could be some afternoon showers, maybe a thunderstorm. Shower storms end overnight. Lots of lingering clouds and muggy near 70. Tomorrow, variable clouds and hot sun in the 80s. Watch for afternoon showers and storms. Monday, variable clouds much cooler with the northeast wind. Maybe a shower or a thunderstorm during the afternoon. Weather forecast. Being brought to you by the Berry Tavern on High Street in Danvers. The Berry Tavern is now open for outside patio dining and indoor dining as well, while continuing to offer curbside pickup, takeout, and delivery through local delivery companies. They serve North End Italian specialties like veal parmesan and chicken bevanotto with homemade pasta and sauce, as well as brick oven pizza. They also serve salads, soups, sandwiches, steak tips, burgers, fries, along with cocktails, beer, and wine. Call the Berry Tavern, 970. 970- 878-777-2377 for reservations and check out their menu online by going to berrytavern.com. For local North Shore, 1049, I'm Mark Resenthal. Well, hey Frank, don't throw that uh, radiator shroud away. I can't find one on eBay, but I found a Durant radiator shroud on eBay. They want $1,600 for it. So don't throw it in your scrap pile. Sell it or do something with it. And even one that was uh, someone cut up to turn into a rat rod, they wanted 700 bucks for it. So, you know, of course, what people want and what it sells for is two different things, but, uh, but don't do that. Well, I promised I would do a little bit of trivia, and here's the deal. If you've won, in, if you've won at all in in the time that we've been on North Shore for one hundred four nine, let someone else win. Uh, so no, no, no regulars this time. These are this is for new people only that have never won anything. And if Jimmy recognizes you, he's going to hang up on you. I don't know if he'll really do that because he's actually a really good guy, so he might not. But which car? Had uh, was featured in the ad campaign that said "Think Small." What was the car that was featured in the ad campaign? Think Small. If you know the answer to that, give us a call at one eight hundred three seventy one zero four nine, and we will give you a AAA membership because not all auto clubs are created equal. And uh, right now, if you join AAA and you pay for your membership, you can add an associate member for free. So you can all check it all out at AAA.com. So, again, what what car uh, was featured in the ad campaign that said Think Small? If you know the answer to that, give us a call at 
1-800-370-1049. And uh, we'll talk to you. Well, I promised that, you know, I really needed to talk about Jeeps. And I've been pretty negligent talking about talking about the Jeep, uh, whether it's a Wrangler or, or a Gladiator. And the Gladiator was one of those vehicles that, um, if you start initially looking at it, you wonder, ah, you know, is it really worth the money? Because they're pretty expensive. But once you add in all the features like four-wheel drive and you compare it to a four-wheel drive other vehicle, it really does make sense. So uh, a little quick review of the Gladiator here. Uh, after 28 years, the Jeep pickup truck is back with their latest model, the Gladiator. This is not just a Wrangler with an open bed, but a pickup truck using many of the components from the successful Ram 1500. The Gladiator comes in several trim levels with two engine choices, um, a 3-liter diesel or a 3.6-liter gasoline engine, and two transmissions, an 8-speed automatic or 6-speed manual. Depending on configurations, there are two four-wheel drive systems, a command track 4x4 system, and... Uh, and the heavy-duty rock track system for serious off-road driving. My road test was in the desert-rated Gladiator Mojave, powered by a 3.6-liter V6. It makes 385 horsepower, plenty of horsepower, 8-speed automatic transmission. It's set apart by the rest of the Gladiator lineup by the 33-inch tires, skid plates, high-performance off-road shock absorbers. You don't need to be an expert off-road driver to take advantage of what this Jeep has to offer. With the push of a button, drivers can adjust gas gas pressure response, uh, I mean gas pedal response, traction control for high-speed passes on sandy terrain. This is meant uh, as much to be a low-speed rock crawler as to be a high-speed desert racer. It's a pretty interesting vehicle. Unfortunately, my time didn't let me race through the deserts and I was stuck on city streets. Um, out on the open road, it's a pretty civilized vehicle. Um, Steering, steering is a little bit vague on center, which seems to be a little bit of a characteristic with both the Wrangler and the Gladiator. Uh, but, you know, firm enough out on the highway, light enough around town. Uh, pretty maneuverable. It's a pretty big vehicle, too. This is also the vehicle that won the New England Motor Press pickup truck category, the official winter truck of New England. Uh, inside the cabin, uh, the Gladiator Mojave differs from other models with more aggressive sports-style front seats that have, have integrated upper bolsters to hold occupants in place, even the way I drive. And uh, even the thick leather-wrapped steering wheel has a performance feel to it. There is an available forward-facing off-road camera, which, as George Kennedy pointed out, has, its, has a built-in washer for it, which is kind of fun. You if you want to send someone out to the front of the vehicle and say, hey, look, take a look at the grill for me for a minute, and you can press the washer button and squirt them with windshield washer. Uh, apparently, George did that to one of his siblings. Uh, electronic technology is up to date with uh, one of the better infotainment systems, Apple CarPlay, Android Auto, all that sort of stuff. Uh, the Gladiator is a smaller pickup truck, and it only has a five-foot cargo box, but with the tailgate down, it can be very useful. The Gladiator... Mojave competes with bigger vehicles like the Raptor, Raptor and the Tundra TRD. If you see yourself racing through the deserts, jumping dunes, or traveling uncharted terrain, the Gladiator Mojave may just be what you're looking for, even if the tires never do leave the pavement. Jim, do we need to take another break? Why don't we do that? Why don't we take a quick break? My name is John Paul. This is the Car Doctor Program. You're listening to North Shore 104.9. I'm actually the poultry specialist at Agway of Danvers. 
Many of you have your chicks and are ready for the next phase, getting set up for outdoor coops. We can set you up and offer answers to your poultry questions. We have lots of chicken coops, Nutrina chicken feeds, including organic, and we will deliver to your car. Just call us. We are open 9 to 5 weekdays till 4 on Saturdays and 10 to 2 on Sundays. Visit us in Waltham or come see us at 9 Wenham Street in Danvers today. Attention car shoppers, North Shore Nissan showroom is now open. Please know that all measures have been taken to assure your safety during these unprecedented times. North Shore Nissan, North Shore's best location for all things Nissan. Conveniently located adjacent to the Liberty Tree Mall. North Shore Nissan's general manager, Tom Saloni, would like to invite all his friends, family, and customers to stop in and say hello. North Shore Nissan, it's all about trust. To view our specials, visit NorthShoreNissan.com. All roadside assistance is not created equal. Join AAA, a trusted roadside provider that puts members first. AAA trained technicians arrive fast and always attempt to fix problems on the spot to get you back on the road quickly. For a limited time, new AAA members can join with two drivers for the price of one. That's more than 55% off two annual memberships. Visit aaa.com slash join. I'm Mary, and let me tell you about my brother-in-law, Joe. Joe's been physically and intellectually challenged since he was a boy. His mom devoted her life to caring for Joe. When she no longer could, his care fell into our hands. Adult foster care of the North Shore gave our family guidance and knowledge, plus provided information on available financial assistance through MassHealth. If you're in a similar situation with limited resources, call Adult Foster Care of the North Shore at 978-281-2612 or visit adultfostercarens.com. How are you dealing with COVID? Call in this Sunday evening at 7 p.m. for Raising Your Inner Voice with me, Jay Foss. I hope you'll join me for this community call-in show, Raising Your Inner Voice, Sunday evening at 7 p.m. right here on North Shore 1049. Sure, 104.9. We are running out of time. And apparently, the trivia question was too hard. So the trivia question was, which car was featured in an ad campaign that said, think small? It was the Volkswagen Beetle. The little tiny Volkswagen Beetle. It said, think small. And it was done very kind of deadpan. There you go. Think small. Well, that music, the piano guy there, means uh, it's time for me to step aside. Uh, you can listen to some music for the rest of the day on North Shore 104.9. Until next week, make sure you wear your seatbelt, drive safely, be good to your car, wash your hands, and uh, we'll talk to you all soon. Take care. Bye-bye. <laughs>